Hi, welcome to the 11th episode of the Human Experience of Disability with Sarah Vasquez. In this episode, I'm going to talk about intersectionality and its effects on the community of people that experience disabilities. Intersectionality is a notion that I brought up in my introductory episode for this podcast. Intersectionality is defined as two or more factors or characteristics or even experiences that an individual has that affects their lives and how they are perceived or understood in society. For example, a a Latina woman or an African-American male, we all know specifically here in the U.S., that those two individuals are viewed from very specific lenses. Well, the disability community is not immune to this idea or this experience of intersectionality. I can speak to this firsthand. I'm a woman who experiences a disability, who grew up in the inner city of Newark, New Jersey, poor by a single mother. Those four factors intersect with one another and in fact it can provide a preconceived idea of who I am to someone who doesn't know my story. That's the effect of intersectionality. I became aware of this when I gave a talk. Um, I don't know where. And after giving a talk, many times, people want to come up to me to ask me questions or to just say hi and to introduce themselves. It's the best part of being a national speaker because I truly enjoy interacting with my audiences. That's the, to me, the heart of the work I do. In this particular event, a woman came up to me. She was not of my background, let's just say it like that. And she asked me 
a question that at the time, if I'm honest, I did not know how to take in or embrace. But I answered her question. And her question to me was one that I had never gotten asked. I'm very open when I give talks around the country. I'm open about my Hispanic background. I even joke that I cannot be my mother's child if I did not speak or eat speak Spanish or eat rice and beans. Like my mother was not having that. Hence I speak fluent Spanish and I love rice and beans. I hear that with my audience as well as the fact that my mother raised my three brothers and I on welfare. My father abandoned the home when I was around six, and my mother was left to raise four children on her own on welfare. My mother did not work. She was not trusting of anyone, so she did what she could to provide a shelter and food on the table the best way she knew how until we were able to grow up and she was able to to go to work peacefully. I remind you, I grew up in Newark. It wasn't that safe. And my mother was very hands-on with all four of us. The lady asked me if both my parents were Puerto Rican. And I looked at her and I gave her a resounding yes. And that was it. She walked away and I went about my business. But I remember thinking about her question later on because it brought to mind and I don't have proof of this that she had a hard time resolving in her mind that someone of my background Someone that comes from where I come from and someone who experiences a disability who happens to be a female was not something she was very familiar with and perhaps had preconceived notions of people who came from Puerto Rico, people who came from Newark, 
and people who experience disabilities. And it happens all the time to so many people who experience disabilities, particularly males of African descent who experience disabilities. We see this all the time in the news where someone who happens to be of African descent has a mental health concern and walks into a Walmart, for example, and gets killed because the perception is what it is, that those intersections, intersections that make up the individual's life are negative to who they are and can be in society, right? So when I was asked that, I did not understand that I was being perhaps, and again, I don't have proof judged based on my my background and where I come from and who I come from, which I'm very proud of. I wanted to bring this topic up because I think many times when it comes to the community of people that experience disabilities, people do not think about the factors or the things that affect other communities as affecting the community of people that experience disabilities. I always want this podcast to provide food for thought so that when you are navigating your community that the people who experience disabilities are considered in the same way as other people who who have been disenfranchised because the factors or the characteristics that make up a part of their lives bring forth negative notions of who they are and can be in society. I hope this podcast has been informative and I hope it provides you a a platform to think about my community in a different way. You can always contact me at sarahhelenabasquiz.com. That's my website. And I hope that you'll join me again in my next episode. Take care.